0: Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Hello and welcome to the Airbus podcast, a podcast that is in your mouth and not in your hand. My name is Jamel.
0: My name is Mike Benner. I don't understand that opener. Was that an Eminem what?
1: reference? Well, yeah. If you want it to be,
0: uh, I like my Eminem references to be about Stan.
1: Please don't
0: go to wondering why.
1: How did Stan become a good thing? It's because kids don't remember the uh, early 2000s.
0: That's true. They were not alive for it, so they just thought Stan means fan, and let's go for it.
1: We Stan. Like, do you know what Stan did? He fucking killed his wife and unborn child. And you're talking about fucking mac and cheese?
0: Just because he wanted to kiss Eminem.
1: What the fuck (laughs) is
0: He wanted to kiss Eminem, so he murdered his family.
1: Yeah. Do you know Devin Sawa murdered his whole family? You're, you're, you're talking about broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl.
0: Yeah, I, I've never had a soup that made me want to kill my family. But, you know, I'm open to finding it.
1: Dinner, I miss you, man. I miss you, too. Guys, if
0: you listen to this and you're wondering where Peter is, we don't have him. He's got some family commitments. Jamel is on the road. He's on set right now shooting at something that uh, we can't talk about yet, but we will be talking about a lot soon, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, real top secret, all I can tell you is it involves Will Smith.
0: Jamel is Will Smith's trainer. If you have followed Will Smith along on his Instagram, he's going through
1: a fitness journey and yeah. has hired Jamel to be his expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm teaching him I'm teaching him how to do uh prison dips and smoke indicas. Because you need training for that.
0: Will Smith can't be an indica guy. He's got too much energy.
1: Nah, he needs it, man. You know, all, all the women in his life are making fun of him all the time. He needs a nap. Someone that
0: handsome and talented needs a bunch of beautiful women to be constantly mocking him. That's real. Yeah. Guys, okay, look, let's get some business out of the way. You ready for some business, Jamel?
1: Bro, I love business.
0: Okay, first and foremost, go to tpublic.com, search for Airbuds Podcast, all one word. You'll find our store. We've got a very fun uh, Nikola Jokic as Bobby Hill shirt that is selling like hotcakes. You know, I made a commitment uh, on our Twitter account the other day that once we sell 100, which we're getting close to every day, I'm just going to give a bunch out for free.
1: You're crazy.
0: Yeah. So if you want a Nikola Jokic shirt, go buy it, and then other people will get the free one. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) What
1: The fuck, man? Why don't you give me some hotcakes first? Send some pancakes to me. If we sell 100 teas,
0: make me some pancakes, fool. I'm... Once again, always surprised that the the lowest effort shit that we put out is the shit that pops off.
1: Because it's like, it's about a feeling, man. We're not fucking uh, couture. We're not Virgil uh, Diablo or whatever, however you say it. I don't
0: think that guy puts much effort into his shit, though.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Fucking Howard Hughes. Putting effort into your shit makes you a maniac. We're going to start peeing in jars? No, not yet. Maybe someday. I don't know. I don't want the Nuggets to win the title, but if they did, I would be very happy with part two of our Bobby Hill
0: uh, right. series. We do have a special edition coming out. Uh, if the Nuggets win the title, I have committed to Jamal and Peter that I'm going to be making a very special edition of the Bobby Yoko shirt. So stay tuned for that. Uh, kind of suddenly rooting for the Nuggets to win so we could do that. Um Guys, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you give us a five-star review, we will read what you write on the air, just like this. Headline of the review is, sorry, Jamel, uh, from Not a Tatum Stand." five stars. The body of the review says, Tatum dropped 50 on the Wiz last night. Please go around the room and eat. Say one nice thing about the Celtics before we get bounced by the Nets.
1: Absolutely not. Uh, eat a dick.
0: Yeah, uh, not a Tatum stan. Uh, speaking of stands, I think you are a Tatum stand because you're trying to get us to talk yeah. about how good Jason Tatum is. And, you know, we're going to talk a lot about Boston in this episode. Yeah. It's not going yeah, to be good. The, the,
1: yeah, the timing of us reading this review was unfortunate. Yeah. I don't want you to eat a dick per se, Mr. Fan, but uh, your organization and fan base can all have one on the house.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. No, we will not be going around saying one nice thing each. Uh. <laughs> here's what I will say that could be nice or not. Uh. Let's get Jason
1: Tatum and Jalen Brown out of there. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nice. I, the nice thing that I will say about them is you have great players that shouldn't play there anymore. Yeah.
0: Um. Danny Ainge uh has gone from genius to idiot. I think. In a lot of people's eyes. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> uh.
1: Danny Ainge said. He never saw any racist thing happen while he was playing. And then Rob Hayes reposted a video from the official NBA 1986 finals documentary where they were smashing watermelons Mm -hmm. and hung a doll of Ralph Sampson in effigy.
0: They literally, they, they hung an effigy. (laughs) While Danny Ainge was on the court,
1: <laughs> well, he was. But that was, I was like, well, he was in the game. He might not have noticed. Oh, yeah,
0: maybe he didn't look up into the stands and see Yeah,
1: he was a human like him, being
0: that... dangling from the rafters.
1: Yeah, because that Rockets team didn't have any white guys. No. There were no white guys of note on that roster.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also especially loved. Um, five minutes before Danny Ainge said that. Marcus Smart <laughs> talked to the media and was like, "Oh yeah, I hear that all the time. <laughs> Our fans are so racist. It's hard to play for them." And then five minutes later, Danny Ainge gets in front of the media
1: and is like, "I've never heard that before." Yo, aging like some cheese somebody left out in the sun. Yeah.
0: Um, well, look, I also have a little announcement here. Uh, I, I'm back on Twitter, Jamel. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, You're I, back I on the stuff. I mean, back on as myself. God, clearly, I'm I'm one third of the Airbuds Twitter
1: account. Um, You're like two thirds yeah. of the Twitter account.
0: But sure. you know, I I got told I need to restart my own Twitter because I got some things coming up in the, in the in the coming in the in the near future that I need to promote. So go to at Benner B E N N E R and give me a follow, please. At the boy is
1: back. Yes, do yeah. that.
0: And, uh, you know, tune in there if you want to hear about some fucking cartoons that are coming out soon.
1: If you want to hear about cartoons or uh, whose ass Benner wants to sniff next.
0: You know, I'm kind of getting my sea legs back under me in in terms of Twitter. And uh, here's what I've learned so far. Um, people don't want my uh, horny tweets from me unless... I mentioned Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> okay.
1: We found the formula.
0: I posted some funny uh some funny tweets that were uh kind of, that I thought were funny. Um that may maybe could be bordering on horny and uh no no play yet. And then uh I posted a, a thing about imagine going to a sex club and Thomas Middleditch is there doing bits the whole time. <laughs> and that got a bunch <laughs> of likes.
1: <laughs> oh my god. I'm like I haven't figured out how to be horny either. It's just like a reaction to other people being horny. That's my thing. Yeah. Well,
0: I think also the one horny tweet I'm thinking of was kind of confrontational to the weighted blanket people. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, weighted blankets are just real dolls for cowards <laughs> and, uh,
1: Oh my god! <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: Ah. And uh, but nobody agreed. Nobody, nobody liked it. So yeah, at better B E N N E R. Uh, I've got some, i got some projects to promote. So go watch my tweets about uh
1: fucking a blanket. And for all you hot people listening, stop bragging about not having sex last year. Niggas don't want to hear it. I'm talking to you Raptors fans. <laughs> A lot of Raptors fans online like, oh, my God, it's been 100 days since I've been touched. Shut up. That's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it sound like God said you couldn't get fucked.
0: I kind of did say that in a way, I guess.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but come on.
0: Yeah. Look, since when do we respect God?
1: That's the whole, that's what I'm saying. One day you're anarchist, the next day. You have to put a chastity belt on because niggas are getting sick. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> Don't even. Jamel, should we talk about my favorite team, the Philadelphia 76ers, and your favorite team, the Washington Wizards?
1: Well, we should. But before you do that, follow us at patreon.com slash pod. If we get 200 Patreon subscribers, me and Mike Benner are going to buy the Hollywood Production Center in Glendale, California.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah, patreon.com slash Uh Look, Hollywood Production Center used to be our home base for a while. Sure. And then the pandemic happened and ruined that. And now our goal is to buy the entire thing.
1: Yeah, we're taking it over. Uh, if we get 100 people to subscribe to our $1,700 a month tier. Oh, we got it in the bag. We got it in the baggie, baby. Or yeah. we could at least open our own cell phone repair operation. <laughs>
0: That's true. I'd have, I have hit that one place in the in Hollywood <laughs> Records yeah. Center several times. Yeah. They have definitely replaced the glass on my phone.
1: Dude, they fixed my iPhone 4 regularly. They did that like two months ago.
0: Wow. And were they like, we haven't seen one of these in a decade? Yes.
1: The dude was <laughs> like, um, so the receipt's going to say iPhone 5 because we don't have the number 4 in the system, but we got the glass for you. Nice.
0: Very accommodating. Yeah. Hit hit up, hit up the phone repair place at the Hollywood Production Center if you're at LA. Fair pricing, quick service. Uh, they have like an Xbox that's unplugged in the lobby.
1: Yeah. Good guy. There's like, there's two big Buddha statues. If you yeah. want to take a picture next to a big yeah. ass Buddha,
0: there's like a weird, like, convenience store cooler full of Gatorade and Powerade.
1: Yeah. There's, yeah. And you could get a bang energy drink. And there's a uh, fountain that isn't running.
0: Yeah, and if you check in on Yelp, they'll give you a free glass screen protector that you will never use.
1: Yeah, and there used to be a uh, a weird deli where this old Russian lady would give you way too many pickles if you wanted.
0: <laughs> I've seen that deli. I never stopped it's, in, but.
1: It's now the acai grill. They're mm. grilling acai berries down there. <laughs> you know,
0: innovation. Get that get that char on your uh, antioxidants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now we can talk about the goddamn Sixers.
0: All right. Look, I feel like I've been kind of trying to be measured with my excitement over the Sixers all season long. Do you think mm-hmm. that's fair? Uh, yes. It's time to let it out. I'm so fucking pumped
1: about the Sixers. I'm so sick of y'all. I'm so sick of... The Sixers, as a label, as a crew, so tired of you guys. Why? Because it's you guys are too good and it's fucking annoying. Joel Embiid's humping the air. They're throwing popcorn on people, and everybody's like, "But did you see him hump the air, though?" It wasn't he a likes hump. DX. <clears throat> right. It was a. It was the sucking thing, right? That's a hump, dude. When you do it on the ground like that, that's a hump.
0: I've never, uh, I, I don't, I'm not a, a wrestling guy, so I don't remember this era of wrestling at all, but there was an era of wrestling where there was a whole group of people that were just like telling the crowd to blow them.
1: Yes, you could suck, if you don't like how I wrestle, guess what, you could suck my pee-pee. The 90s were wild. Yeah, it was, and then China was like, I don't have a pee-pee.
0: I have a, a it, it it it's a second hand story but I have a, uh, a second hand story about China that I will tell you off air one time I like that <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy I know had a weird encounter with China
1: I'm with it but yeah. you know what okay so as far as my first round predictions went I was the most wrong and I think we all thought that this series could be competitive, but we just don't know how to play defense. Mm-mm. Just really lazy double teaming.
0: Yeah, and I think last game
1: I, the, I the Wizards we were too small.
0: Yeah, that well, yeah, that was very clear. The Sixers are also fucking gigantic, so yeah. Um, but I think did the Wizards just abandoned double teaming Joel Embiid entirely for the last game?
1: Well, because it wasn't working. So what happened was we're late with the double team, so it just leads to open threes. Because Vince Carter made the great point. You have to double team on the catch. And Drew Gooden also says the same thing all season. You have to double team before the ball gets to the guy. Because if you double team after he gets the ball, everybody else just gets to do whatever they want to do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just too easy to find an open guy if you let the guy catch the fucking ball and make a move before you trap him. It's
0: definitely uh, – Joel Embiid this season has significantly improved his passing out of a double team, passing out of the post in general. And uh, if a double team is late, you're just giving a guy who's gotten better like, yeah. at it more time to even do it more better.
1: Yeah, and the shooters are shooting. You guys, everybody is looking good over there in Sixers Land. I'm just tired of this trash bag city. You guys got the hottest show on HBO. You got the fucking hottest basketball team. And none of the people who like this shit live there. All of you motherfuckers left and are somehow still reaping the benefits. I mean, you would have left Philadelphia, too, if you grew up there. I did. <laughs> I went to Philly for two days, and I was like, I need to get out of here. I need to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, come on. The fuck, man? Nah, one of my my homegirl, one of my best friends from high school, we was in band together. I, when I started doing stand-up, like, once I felt like I was good enough to get out of town, I was like, ooh, I got to figure out how to get some shit in Philly. Because she had moved to Philly, and she was like, oh, you can come up here. You can stay with me. I get up there. This motherfucker has made me a bed out of two pool rafts. She put a fitted sheet on a pool raft from CVS. And I was like, pool? dog. I
0: oh, know. She went no. to CVS to get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, sounds I was like, like she's
0: got a nice house. So she's got all these pool rafts around.
1: I was like, son, I could have found somewhere to stay.
0: Well, you know, it sounds like she just wanted to hang out with her friend.
1: No, which was love. I was like, I appreciated the offer greatly. But when I s when I walked in and saw the pool raft, I was like, Dog, what have you done to me?
0: <laughs> Game four is tonight. Uh we're recording this on Monday morning, uh, Monday afternoon where Jamel is and uh Yeah. I'm here I, with
1: the troops. I'm doing it for the troops right now.
0: Yeah. Happy I Memorial think,
1: Day. Happy Memorial
0: Day to the troops and to our listeners. Uh I hope you guys are enjoying a barbecue while you're listening to this. Um, turn turn this shit off and just go enjoy your friends. Why are you listening to us while you're at a barbecue? That's true. Um, but game is at uh, 4 p.m. PST today. Uh, I think I truly did, th- even though I secretly was like, the Sixers are going to fucking crush. I did think the Wizards could take a game from them because the Sixers always have
1: they never well, they never
0: pull off a huge string of wins. Like, they always look bad at, during some stretch. Okay, and I thought this might be it. But what do you think is, is going to happen tonight?
1: Well, we'll probably lose a close game. But is this enough for you to say that coaching matters? Are you not willing to say that Doc Rivers is having an effect on your team and got you guys acting right? Um... Here's what
0: I've always said about Doc Rivers is that like I think he is uh he's more of like a personality manager than like a like I think a really good like X's and O's coach maybe um and I think from reports I've I've read and and chatter I've heard like one of the biggest effects he had was getting Joel Embiid to basically be more of a leader with the team and be more involved with everybody. And I think that shows.
1: For sure. Um, this motherfucker's biggest shit. Uh, he's on Twitter? Yeah, fuck out of here. He's lead us.
0: He's not, he hasn't been on Twitter this season.
1: He's been, like, much less offline. Once um, again, it's like, that's a change. That is a change. Yeah. Whenever Joel would have a big game, he would be online to tell you about it. Now he's just serving guys, and he is – he's telling you about it on the court. He's giving you the suck it. He's still getting his vibes off,
0: Yeah, but it's not all the
1: extras. No.
0: Um, I, I don't see – unless, barring any injury or anything, I don't see how the Sixers don't
1: finish I mean, he's, the sweep tonight. He's one of the best jump shooting centers. I mean – Akeem Olajuwon level with the jump shot, and somebody that tall—it's like, what can you even do?
0: You can't do anything. His mid-range game has been incredible. I don't know the exact stat, but I think he's like shooting like fifty-five percent from like mid-range for the season. That's nah, crazy. Um, yeah, it's just insane. And he's drawing fouls. He drew like a foul from like seventy feet away from the rim against Alex Lynn. <laughs> Like he, he got like a shooting foul, bro. I mean,
1: this these centers we got, they gave us all they had in the regular season, okay. And I'm fine with it. I'm they 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 did some good work for me, and us the uh, DC family. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Alex Lindo got no business out there. Robin Lopez just a little too old. I mean, the hook shot's great, but he's. He's it's just, been, you know, low key very important for you guys, though, all season. No, only. for sure. I'm, yeah. No, this whole year. We don't win a lot of games if he's not, you know, dependable with that shot. And I think, I think Daniel Gafford will be very good. You know, he's just super mm-hmm. young. Dude's only yeah. like 22. He didn't mm-hmm. really get to play for the Bulls. He's still learning.
0: I do want to point out, real quick, if you go back into the beginning of the season ish, uh, our episode with Haley O'Shaughnessy. Uh, The great Haley, uh, co-host of Spinsters. Uh, Check that out. Uh, Fellow Blue Wire pod. Uh, I remember I brought up Robin Lopez going to the Wizards and being like, I think this is like a big move. And you all laughed at me. Well, because it was
1: funny, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then I think without
1: Robin Lopez, you guys don't make the playoffs. It's true, but we could also laugh. Come on, man! This is a dude with a fucking Disney season pass. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that's unfortunately <laughs> funny. And that's and true. okay, and here's what I you, you're. That's a great point that you just brought up, and I'm hoping that it'll get me to segue away from talking about these bum ass wizards. Something that happens with predictions, people that aren't directly in the league, haven't played professional, I think a lot of people's predictions are slanted by who's hot and who's not physically. Mm-hmm. Like The reason people don't believe in the Bucks is because Chris Middleton's not hot. Okay. The reason people think that the Heat are good is because Jimmy Butler is hot. And Tyler Hero is technically hot if you like go to a SEC school. If you go if you're like in a frat at like yeah, yeah. LSU, you mm-hmm. yeah. You want to be him.
0: He's the Chet Hanks of the NBA. Yeah. Nothing else to back that up. I just wanted to say that.
1: No, it's true. It's true. He didn't do anything this year. Yeah. And it's like, you know, everybody's like, "Man, I don't know, Bucks, Bucks might be finished. Quietly the Bucks have just done everything right. They just don't have hot guys.
0: I want to point out also. I think Giannis is hot. No,
1: Giannis is Giannis is kind
0: of hot. He's a handsome fellow. Uh, but I do want to also point out uh, that it is with my stance that the Bucks are frauds. We all know this. Uh, but if you recall back to our How Lublin episode uh, about a month or so ago, uh, I I've officially reversed my stance. That Drew Holiday made them real. Whatever, and, no dog. And that, is, that why,
1: is that why? the last? Is that why last Sunday you said that the Heat have a real chance to win the series? No, I said that, that he's burnt.
0: I said the Heat would be competitive. I thought they were going to be more competitive than they were.
1: You said they thought had they a would, shot, bro.
0: Yeah, I think they did have a shot if they if everyone played. I mean, the Heat fucking sucked, and the Bucks were motivated to destroy them. Um, but I think on paper, all things being equal, if everyone is trying hard and fully healthy and everything is normal, the Heat's the Heat could have won that. I don't know what was going on. I don't know why Jimmy Butler averaged for oh, like so 13 you're saying points if,
1: for the series. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying if Udonis Haslam was twenty six.
0: I'm saying if LeBron was still on the Heat, they had a chance. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with that statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying like we watched we watched the Heat Embarrassed the Bucks last year Not too long ago Came back with both teams Mostly the same roster except for Drew Holiday Being added to the Bucks, And then the Bucks embarrassed the Heat I don't Well, I
1: don't, different Bucks team, come on the, the, Drew Holiday wasn't there, or was he? Last year, no Okay, see, uh, but you know what the big difference is? It's for me, personally What? Bryn Forbes Oh yeah, he's been great Bryn Forbes they stole – I don't know what's going on with the Spurs. They're just letting these, like, you know, key role player guys just walk away all the time now. Ben Forbes was a starting point guard for a whole year for them. And it was – yeah, it was because Derek White got hurt. But he has all this experience. He's a knockdown shooter. He's been knocking it down for them. And it's just got to be frustrating when you're, like, you're putting the clamps on Giannis. He's kicking it out to goddamn Brent Forbes, who also isn't hot. Wait, is Brent Forbes not hot? You can debate that he's cute, but I'm not gonna sit here and say Brent Forbes is hot.
0: Uh, no, he's not. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I, in my mind's eye, he was a little more handsome, but
1: exactly. He's got I, a I, weird. I would, I would... He's got a alt version of Trey Young's hair.
0: He looks kind of like someone squished Method Man down.
1: He looks like a prototype of a black cabbage patch kid. He looks like One he, that u-
0: didn't... <laughs> he looks like an ugly langston Kermit, honestly, and we all know yeah, Langston Kermit. yeah he's like a yeah. incredibly handsome fellow, <laughs> not Bryn, though anyway, the bucks look good bucks look good i uh I, okay, so bring it back to my excitement for the Sixers. Uh, it could not have lined up better for them in these playoffs. They're going to play the winner of the Hawks and the Knicks uh, and probably destroy them?
1: I Okay, so I'm going to say that the Hawks are going to win
0: because I people aren't you.
1: even – people like – the biggest story in that series is Julius Randle is getting locked up.
0: That dude is not playing well. I think he he's like something like 13 of like 80 for like the series on shooting. It's like crazy.
1: <laughs> they have figured out how to put the straps on him. Don't ask me about the X's and O's of it because I have been busy for every one of them goddamn games. But it's clear. And the Hawks are bigger than us, meaning the Wizards. I think it, they present some different problems because they can actually hit threes. We can't. Mm-mm. Wizards super inconsistent at three. This is not. You know what I'm saying I don't think playing us is not good prep for that series.
0: No, I will say Trey Young. Uh, while he is capable of hitting from deep, is not. Uh, Still not like a knockdown shooter. I, I I think he 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 actually shoots a higher percentage from 30 feet and beyond than he does like from like just a normal like 24 foot
1: three point. Yeah, count. man. And y'all, I just think they got they got some stuff that can get Embiid in foul trouble. We don't. The Wizards don't have any sort of like inside threat. No. That he has to like deal with at all. Like. Embiid doesn't have to play defense.
0: Not really. <laughs> it's kind of.
1: He's going to per- have to do, Yeah. Again,
0: everything lined up. It was like, let's like this series is like Joel Embiid doesn't have to uh, work too hard. He's going to get, you know, 35 points a game. Doesn't really have to defend too much. L- low risk to injury. His biggest, but I think then like his biggest. I mean, what is he, is he going to have to work hard to defend Clint Capella in against the Hawks? Yeah, I mean, well,
1: lob threats. We're talking about lob threats, and John Collins is a real like outside threat. He's going to keep it. He can keep and beat out of the paint, which changes things. So if they go big, it's like who's on Collins? Who's on Capella? Because Collins can shoot, and Capella's got lobs. If they're on the floor together. I think it's going to fuck with y'all. Tobias Harris can't guard John Collins. Mm, Tobias is a capable defender. He's taking, John Collins is taking him in the post whenever he feels like. Who do you put Ben Simmons on in this series? See, that's, that's another problem. Who's guarding Trey Young? You got Steph Curry on him? I guess you got to have post. Steph Curry. I mean, because you're just wasting Danny Green? size. Okay. So they're gonna, so they're gonna move it around. What are they gonna put? You could put Ben Simmons on John Collins. I'd rather put him on him than fucking Harris. Yeah. Harris is on, you know, uh, uh, Bogdanovich. fucking uh, Bogdanovich or Gallinari. I think you put. I guess they're gonna. I feel like it's gonna end up being Danny Green.
0: Which I don't mind. He's a good defender. Uh, you know, he's been a starter on many championship teams. Uh, he He's not afraid of the moment, uh, but he is also old and just kind of getting toasted on defense lately.
1: And what I will say, and here's what I'll say, if the Knicks end up coming back, oh, y'all might sweep the Knicks.
0: Please give me the Knicks, honestly.
1: <laughs> the Knicks, you, you want the Knicks.
0: Julius Randle and a bunch of rookies, or like not yeah. rookies, but young-ass players, like, yeah. They I don't have it, a center. They don't have a Obi, what are you,
1: gonna, you gonna put Obi Toppin out there? Obi no.
0: topping hit the worst air ball I've ever seen. Uh, was it yesterday's game? Um, it was just a corner three, and he missed. He
1: he overshot by like six feet. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. You you want the Knicks bad? Yeah. I think the Hawks take a couple games off. You guys? I don't know. I I, I mean think... I've, I was already been I was already wrong about the Wizards, but. The Hawks are clearly a way better team.
0: Well, Stop. I just thought but okay, so let's go back to that. I think if Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook can't take a game off the Sixers, and who knows, they might take it off take one off them tonight. Yeah, sure. Like, can Trey Young and like Bogdan Bogdanovich take one? Yes.
1: Yes, because that's already better shooting. Hmm. Numbers don't lie.
0: I think Bogdan gives you an edge in the three-pointing, three-point shooting, but, like, overall, you think, I don't know, it seems like a wash to me in terms of shooting, but then it's just, it comes down to, like,
1: experience and
0: also defense in terms of yeah. Russell Westbrook.
1: I, I, look, Bradley Beal Bradley Beale is an overrated three-point shooter. Right. He's a mid-range guy. He doesn't even want to shoot threes. He's been on record as saying, I don't. I am a capable shooter. He used to be a catch and shoot guy, but now he can get his own bucket. He's he can do whatever he wants inside the three point line. But he's not he's not like it's it's not dependable. He doesn't hit him always when you need him. Trey Young, however, does.
0: What do you think Trey Young's uh, three point percentages this year? Uh,
1: thirty five. Thirty four. Mm. And then
0: Brad is shooting this season from three. Thirty-six? He's shooting thirty-five. So he's slightly better than Trey Young from three.
1: How many less though? How many less did he take?
0: Uh he takes he sh- he made two point two per game, uh, six point two attempts. And Trey uh two point two per game with six point three attempts. So they're basically shooting the same from three this mm. season.
1: Damn, that's pretty good.
0: Well, fuck me. Same volume, basically But basically same percentage. Okay, oh, now pull Russ. Russ is we'll like up shooting Russ like 8%. And... Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, nigga, yeah. Now show me Russ and Bogdan.
0: I mean, Bogdan's going to like tip the scales a little bit here.
1: Exactly. I'm still right.
0: Uh, Russ is shooting 31.5% on four attempts per game.
1: That's not and bad. That's not
0: bad for him. I mean, I, I actually thought it was going to be much worse. Because uh, he's Bogdan. been hitting him down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Bogdan is shooting uh, basically forty-four percent on seven and a half attempts per game. So that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Better. <laughs>
0: that's ridiculous. Right, but then like he's he's a he's a minus on defense. He's like he's you know he's young and inexperienced. I
1: don't know. I like okay. So that that okay. The weak spot of the. Hawks is the wings because they're old and they're not gonna deep between Bogdan and Gallinari, you've got dudes who can score but not really no, not really quick or yeah. whatever. Gallinari
0: but, though is like also incredibly streaky and unreliable.
1: Sure. So that's okay. You got you got me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I think the Sixers could, if the Sixers, okay, let's say if the Sixers, oh, wait, you know, I was wrong. Even though Bogdan is only in his fourth NBA season, he is 28, because I forgot he played in Leagues for a long time. So I guess his lack of experience is actually not accurate. He's probably got a ton of, of experience
1: I, playing against I, grown look, men. It's, it, it's going to be interesting. I look forward to it. Now let's get into these Brooklyn Nets.
0: I'm excited that the Nets and the Bucks are probably going to be facing each other in the second round uh, and uh, going to probably go seven games and beat each other up and then come meet a well-rested
1: Sixers in the conference finals. It's, I mean, after the Nets lost game, what was it, game three? Game three. I was like if they want to prove to me that they're a title contender, they got to win game 4 and they got to win it handily.
0: And they did. And
1: did they? Yeah. I mean, I believe. I officially believe now.
0: Well, should we get into the most interesting part of this conversation happening around the game uh sure. of uh Kyrie Irving having a water bottle thrown at him by a fan?
1: They said they were giving him, like, they were talking about felony charges, like assault.
0: Yeah, he got arrested and uh, charged with assault, apparently.
1: Which made me wonder how much water was left in that bottle.
0: Hard to tell. It looked Hard like there tell. was some weight to it when it flew through by uh, yeah. Kyrie's head.
1: And also, what is this dude doing with a full water bottle at the end of the game? What, you, don't, you don't
0: hydrate my guy? Oh, he's been drinking alcohol probably the entire time. Forgot about the water. The fuck? It just—it's like the latest in this past week uh, has been insane with fan interactions. We have a, a Knicks fan spitting on Trey Young, a Knicks fan basically sitting courtside spitting on Trey Young. We've got a Sixers fan uh, throwing popcorn at Russ after he's walking off in the middle of the game with an injury. Which, oh man, that that riled me up. I wanted to go fight that dude.
1: I just, it's I don't understand why even, you you guys are up 20, embarrassing us. This beef with Russ is based on him just playing hard. I've never heard him say Philly sucks or anything
0: of that nature.
1: He and Joel have a little weird rivalry. so. So you guys, okay, you guys still got clearly the better player.
0: Yeah, I I just think every fan, you know how like a lot of arenas are checking vaccination cards before like people Mm -hmm. enter. Like they should also be like being like, when's the last time you went to therapy? Because like, if you are in an arena and you are so angry at Russell Westbrook when your team is winning that you throw food at him, like you've got some deep seated. Issues you need to examine my guy
1: Yeah being like Making wild comments About a guy's children Because he's playing a basketball Game I don't know I just don't see the point
0: Yeah there's literally no reason Why Some asshole should throw A water bottle at Kyrie I know Everyone's pointing at the fact that Kyrie Stepped on the Celtics logo
1: um, yeah, I was. Thank you. Uh, people should take note of that because he did step on that logo pretty hard. And you have to keep in mind, Mike Benner, a lot of those people graduated from Boston Celtics high school, and it was homecoming. It was homecoming.
0: I guess I didn't con- take that in consideration.
1: Uh, you just gonna let him sit there and do that to us?
0: I, I'm just like, man, you need to like. Look inwards. If you're getting if you're getting so angry that you need to commit assault because someone stepped on a cartoon leprechaun, you are you have so many issues. You should be in jail.
1: This guy one time, um, our actual homecoming at my high school in football is dude uh, Brandon Hogan, who eventually went on. To uh, go to West Virginia He's like a D1 athlete, he's amazing He's playing uh, on the opposition Pre-game warm-ups He like kicked up our whole logo For the game And we were just like Fuck man I think we just played the game Also nobody liked our football team The football team was not respected At my high school So,
0: Right But you know who like That should be between is the players on the field.
1: Yeah, it's a player thing. It's not even about, but that was, I mean, Kyrie was definitely like, fuck you guys. And I don't mind him doing that. And also let me say, I like when Kyrie gets into his evil Ryu mode. I do too. Why not
0: stomp on that? Like, okay, what? You don't want to have rivalries anymore? It's, like, not okay to, like, like, they go out there to compete and Kyrie wants to crush
1: the opposition. Aren't we supposed to be celebrating that? That's what we all talk about, especially these maniac fans. who are like, I can't believe these guys are friends. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't be friends with them. I don't
0: want friends. I don't have friends in my real life, and I wouldn't have friends if I was – in the MBA.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I like having friends.
1: <laughs> kind of, I love kind of fun. my friends. <laughs> Dude, I love my friends.
0: You know, you've said you've referenced I love my friends before. I only I only just recently learned what that was. A coworker <laughs> showed me that video. That is if you don't know Chris is it Chris Jenner?
1: Chris yeah. Jenner.
0: When she turned 30 back in the 90s, made a music video uh, to the tune of I Love L.A. And it goes, I love my friends. And you know who pops up in it multiple times? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the God hilarious.
1: himself. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. So good. It's a great record. It is.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. You've said it before, and I thought that was just like Jamel Riffin and being – being a sweetie. And then I saw that video this week and I was like, Oh my God,
1: my friends, dude, they are my joy and pride.
0: (laughs) I love my friends.
1: (laughs) That's a banger. Anyway. Uh, I mean, that's bucks. I, I don't even want to, I can't even speculate on that one.
0: It's, uh, it's crazy how good the Nets are when all three of them are playing and hitting them. Being Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, James Harden was just fucking like, just eating the Celtics alive in yesterday's game. Um,
1: annihilation, dog! Absolutely annihilation.
0: Do. Yeah, uh, Tristan Thompson, I I suspect is an undercover agent for the Nets because that's the only way to explain his defense. Uh, especially in the pick and roll, he just, once the pick is set, he gives up and walks away. Like, it's
1: crazy. Oh, man. No, I'm just, yeah, Drew Holiday versus Kyrie, that's all I want. That's all I want for Christmas.
0: I think you're going to get it. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say what's going to happen because I do think, I mean, the fourth option for the Nets is Joe Harris, who has just been torching from three point. And what's the fourth option for the Bucks? Brent Forbes. Brent Forbes. I guess. Yeah, that's pretty good too. I don't know. It's, it's hard to like, but then you got Claxton who I think could maybe like, he's been surprisingly great.
1: I think, I think that the Nets front court, does give Giannis a chance to go off. I don't think they can defend him as good as Miami could.
0: Well I don't know. Bam was so fucking passive. It
1: seemed like but but like some I mean Giannis started hitting that fadeaway, that mid range fadeaway. And if he's doing that, I mean, I don't know. That's an unstoppable shot. That he doesn't always make.
0: It is crazy that that
1: is going to be the second
0: round. Um, this but... is
1: because the East is real good. Yo, the top of the East looks incredible between the Bucks, the Nets and the Sixers. And I'll even throw the Hawks in there. The top four seeds look great. And I'm sick of everybody being on the West nuts. Your King is Steph Curry. And that nigga is at the beach. <laughs>
0: I I I I still love that. The guy got. He's a finalist for MVP, and he didn't make the playoffs.
1: It's it's funny. It's as hilarious. A, as the host of a comedy podcast, I do like laughing about it.
0: Yeah, I hope he wins. I hope he wins. I truly hope he wins so that we. I'm getting see... a shirt.
1: Let's hook a shirt up.
0: Yeah. Should we just so make a Steph a- Curry MVP shirt?
1: Steph Curry MVP shirt, but it's a picture of him from Holy Moly.
0: Perfect. Wearing like a, a, a polo shirt, tucked into some yeah. khakis. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Do you think he um, just wants to be a pro golfer, but he's cursed to be a basketball player? Yeah. He's got big golf
1: energy to him. I mean, it's it's, it's fun. <laughs> I just had nothing. I was like reaching. I am like, I don't have any bits, man. I'm kind of hungover. It's hard. fun. Uh, <laughs> What's, uh, we haven't talked about the West yet. What do you, what do you got for us? Where Where is AD?
0: Uh, AD is currently day-to-day unsure for game five, which is tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. I mean, do the Lakers win without a healthy AD? I
1: mean, I think Now that they have played one game without him, they'll be better in the next game. But mm, I don't know. I mean, DeAndre Ayton was already getting pretty easy buckets with him there.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's yeah. I I think Ayton's been great. the The Suns have just looked great. The Lakers. Miles Bridges.
1: No, uh, Mikael Bridges. Mikhail Bridges
0: has been awesome. Booker, of course, Chris Paul uh, suddenly not injured anymore. <laughs> when once AD went down in, in the second half, he was like Chris Paul was suddenly not holding his shoulder anymore, bro. Because nice. he did
1: some. Because he fucking did an incantation on himself. He fucking he threw his kid in a volcano like the beginning of Tekken Two. Oh hell yeah! To to regain his strength.
0: Would you throw a kid in a volcano if it meant you got a power?
1: I mean, yeah, if I could dunk off, off vert, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think I would be worried that I would get
0: to the um, the volcano and just be too tempted to, like, eat the lava. Okay. <laughs> Dinner, you do not think lava looks tasty. Oh, it looks delicious. Are you kidding me? Look at it. It's beautiful. What the fuck? Are you? What do you think? It's like cheese? You ever just... Yeah, it's like molten cheese, baby. You ever just watch footage of it and you're like, oh, I bet that tastes good.
1: No. <laughs> Never <laughs> once. I think, oh, man, that shit would disintegrate my teeth.
0: Oh, uh, I would. that would be too late. I'd already be eating it by the time I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like delicious
1: neon ice cream. Um... <laughs> I I'm 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 reaching for some real analytics here. Uh I just what is Montrez Harrell?
0: I don't know, and that has been frustrating. He's gotten a bunch of DNPs. Uh he's still emo in his tweets. Um I think he just is terrible at defense and can't stay on the court. Right.
1: Yeah, but how have they not figured out how to hide him?
0: I don't know. He's just like an energy guy that like brings the wrong energy with this Lakers team.
1: Um, have they ever? Do they ever play Mark Gasol and Montrez together? I, I think it's like no. I've not. Uh,
0: I've not. I don't recall it. But when they play, Mark is good for them. Gasol's good for them when he's on the floor. He's like the best possible pick guy you can have. Uh, yeah. He nails open threes, and he's a good defensive player. They should be playing mm-hmm. him more.
1: It, well, they don't have to now, that damn it. I mean, AD, I, I don't know. I just feel bad for uh, dudes having frail bodies. Yeah. My foot hurts Hurts right now. I almost said that like a little kid. You know, like, hurts. My foot hurts. My foot hurts. Oh, <laughs> CJ, my foot hurts. I don't know if I can go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if I went up there and said that right now, <laughs> niggas would throw me out a window. <laughs> I mean, shit. I don't know what's next for this series. Who you got right now?
0: Uh... I don't know. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it all hinges on whether AD can come back and be some semblance of healthy. Uh if that is not the case, then I'm going to give it to the Suns, shout out to friend of the pod Nut, uh Phoenix Suns super fan and who also put out a, an album recently. Go to go go check out uh Nut on uh Spotify.
1: So if the Lakers lose this series, who's the first person on the roster released?
0: Kentavious Caldwell-Pope.
1: Okay. He
0: has the makings of a scapegoat.
1: We could definitely put it on that man's shoulders.
0: Yeah.
1: He's also been kind of mediocre. What if what if they make Ben McLemore shoot him? Mob style. Like, if you want to say, you know what you got to do.
0: I'd watch that pay per view. Christ. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: What? uh... (laughs) What?
1: Oh, the Jazz looked good. I didn't realize Donovan Mitchell was going to be back.
0: Yeah, the Jazz looked good. I think there's no way the Grizzlies win the series. Um, unfortunately, I love them. I love the young Grizzlies. I think they've got they're going to be much better next year. Um, it, too bad they're it put, in Memphis.
1: Yeah. It, um, it put into perspective how good Donovan Mitchell is. When he wasn't there, I'm like oh my God, Dylan Brooks is eating these guys alive. He's doing whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Donovan Mitchell came back This motherfucker picked up four fouls as soon as he heard he was available.
0: Yeah. Um, As much as it pains me to say it, the Jazz, a.k.a. the Cops, are definitely going to win the series. And uh, What are you going to do?
1: He physically shrugged for the people listening. That was a physical shrug. You could probably hear it in his high-quality studio podcasting microphone.
0: Mm, Thank you for noticing. Uh, What about Portland, Denver?
1: Portland Denver going 7 For sure. Probably Denver, right? Just cuz they'll get the home game.
0: I it's it, there's something off about Portland. CJ McCollum has kind of been uh a little lackluster as mm-hmm. of late. Uh Nurkic also I don't know, it's like at what point like can Dame and Norman Powell like
1: do it all themselves. I'm not sure. Well I guess I guess if Norman Powell is gonna keep this up, yeah, they sure they got a good shot to win that game to I guess. I feel like everyone I also feel like everyone on the Portland roster has played for the Nuggets at some point.
0: That's true. What do we have? We got Nurk, Carmelo was Anthony Simons
1: on the Nuggets? No, he wasn't. Right? No, literally just them two. But hey, uh, dreams, dreams they like all play. Yeah, they all played for the Nuggets like last week. They are
0: like two different teams with very similar vibes. I think. In I think they
1: just they just play each other so fucking. Hard. They've played each other in the playoffs like ten years in a row. Do they have a rivalry? Is that like? I don't know if anyone has it on the books, but I have it as a rivalry. And it's also because all of the players involved don't really... Like, Jokic, he just wants to drink cola. Yeah. He doesn't even get upset. Do
0: you think he drinks cola or Mountain Dew?
1: Well, you know, everybody get free Mountain Dew, official sponsor of the NBA.
0: That's true. Uh, Last game, the uh, Terry Stotts uh, played 14 out of 15 players on the roster, and uh, I guess say so, so, so did Michael Malone. Uh, is that weird for both these teams to be going that deep into the bench?
1: Well, that, it like, just in the happens. first round of the playoffs, it just happens in the playoffs where you're like, damn it, my my best guys are hurt. I just need somebody who's not tired.
0: That's true. I I don't know. It feels like I feel like a lot of times teams like tighten up their – their rotation. And I'm looking at it. It doesn't seem like anybody except for Covington really had particular foul trouble, but yeah, it's I have
1: I've seen it go both ways. I think. So the early rounds is where this shit happens. The rotations get real tight down the stretch because like any, like a game seven situation, it'll just be five guys. The hamburger guys, they'll just go, they'll right. play the a hamburger 45 minutes.
0: I guess there is also the factor that uh, I think they went deep into the bench, um, Portland in particular, because they were, it was kind of a blowout. So they kind of sat their starters mm. um, for the fourth quarter a little bit. Ennis Cantor only getting three
1: minutes and 19 seconds.
0: Oof, buddy, you got to work on your defense. You got to stay on the court.
1: Well, shit, We'll see what's next. I mean, I think the real the real Western omelet treat Clippers-Mavs, man. Mm
0: -hmm. I do just want to say – I just want to go back to Ennis Cantor real quick before we move on. Uh, That guy is so fucking good offensively and gets you like five, six, like big-time rebounds a game. Uh, He he creates more possessions with how good he is at, at offensive rebounds. The fact that he can't stay on the court because he's so bad at fucking defense is like, why isn't he spending all of his time in the offseason training with some post-defender expert?
1: Dude, because he's on the run from the Turkish government, bro. That's a good point. (laughs) He can't sit still long enough.
0: Right. I forgot. In between games, he's in in international airspace flying back and forth until he can land in Portland again.
1: I have to run away. I can't work on sliding my feet.
0: Yeah, I mean God, if if Cantor could defend Portland would be so much better right now. Um, okay, Mavs,
1: Clippers, Jamel, who do you got? If they let all of the games, remaining games take place in Dallas, I'm going with the Clippers.
0: Do you think the Clippers can lobby for that?
1: I think if you have the top seed, you should be allowed to pick where the games are. And I think they should say, we would like all seven games in Dallas, please.
0: Right. Our home city hates us. Yeah, and it's clear. There's as many (laughs) Mavs fans in Staples as there's Clippers fans.
1: When the team, every time Paul George hits a jumper in L.A., the crowd gets quieter. Yeah, they won two games in a row, and the ticket prices went down.
0: You want to go on Wednesday? Are you back in town?
1: Yes, I think I'm already going.
0: <laughs> okay, um, we should pull up. Yeah, I I just I look at the Clippers roster, and I I'm so confused as to why people thought that they were a contender. Um, of course, they got Kawhi and Paul George, who were both very good. Although Paul George is suspect in. Any any pressure filled moment, and he's proven that over and over and over again, and you know, I, I hope he eventually works that out and becomes good in the playoffs. But like, who's their third best player? Is it Marcus Morris? Is it Terrence Mann right now?
1: It might be Terrence
0: Mann. It might be Terrence Mann right now, and that is not good if you're a contender.
1: Well, you know what though? I mean, I don't know about you know, contending or anything, but I do believe in Terrence Mann long term. I like Terrence
0: Mann a lot. He's great. He's been like a nice, like you know, story this year. But like, he's not—he's not, he's not going to be your third best player to win a
1: ring. But he's also coming up, doing young Kawhi type stuff, just being like the energy when the you know when the stars are kind of lacking. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like keeping the ship afloat.
0: Yeah, but then we look at the other side on the Mavs, and you look, okay, so Luka clearly best player. Kristaps, I guess, would technically be the second.
1: And I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is number three.
0: Right, and I'm like, also that is like, I love Tim Hardaway Jr., and I'm glad that he's kind of breaking out. Um, But uh, I'm still like not, I don't know. It's weird to have that be your third best player, I guess. Uh. I, yeah,
1: I, 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 like, in my dreams, he averages 35 throughout the series, and then the Clippers immediately move to San Diego. <laughs> Should the Clippers move to San Diego? Oh, out? yeah, I went to Jimmy John's? <laughs> God damn. Um, um, let me get one of them roast beef and turkey sandwiches and some salt and vinegar chips. And a water. Cookie? No cookie, please. We got water here. Okay, sit. Uh, what kind of chips? Sorry. Salt and vinegar. Wow. Cj's here. Say hi, Cj. Who's Just yelp. It. It's Mike Benner. Oh, you doing a buzz episode right now? Yeah. What's up, Why? Cj? Ah. <laughs> How's it going? do
0: you want from Jimmy uh, John's? You want anything from Jimmy John's? I'll take
1: a. I'll take a, a French it's my dip. Item for gotcha. For He said uh, get him a French dip and a box of condoms. (laughs) Yeah, uh, lambskins. The smallest you got. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, hashtag set life. Am I right? I really, God damn it, Panera's closed. I haven't had a, I haven't, had a green leaf of food in five days. All I eat is fucking sweets and black coffee. I'm eating like I'm a police officer. Welcome to a CJ production. <laughs> a <second>. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get healthier. We get- yeah, we get stronger. We don't get healthy. We get... <laughs> yeah. So this motherfucker, two in the morning, eating Muddy Buddies. <laughs> I like this and brown. It's all cherry coke. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jamel, should we wrap it up here?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. know if we missed anything.
0: I think we got it all. I don't know. I think we left the the Clippers, Mavs. Oh yeah. Um,
1: I mean, it's like the, Luca's Luca's hurt. So Luke,
0: yeah. I I honestly, it's like I don't care. It's not really been a fun series to watch. Uh, I don't enjoy watching Luca very much anymore because he's just like a whiny baby. He's got Chris Paul syndrome. Chris Paul Clipper syndrome.
1: I like it. I don't mind that he's a baby. I just, you know, I and I, God damn it, if I don't want to see Paul George emerge and just look like a guy who deserves a Gatorade commercial, I want it to happen. And you want to know why? Because he's hot. He has really good braids.
0: They are very clean. I think... I would I mean look it's fun to make fun of him only because he called himself playoff P. If he never yeah, gave himself a nickname I think people would um not clown him yeah. so much.
1: Yeah, and you can't you can't get mad when someone says pandemic P where it's literally it just happened. Yeah. They just invented pandemics and we love alliteration.
0: Look. PPP Wee, wee, wee. Yeah. Uh, Jamel, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? I saw you plug um, in your, your live album the other day.
1: Yeah, I forgot that I had that. Uh, it's, I think it's good. It's streaming everywhere. Uh, yeah, broccolihouse.com. And uh, follow studio on Instagram. Stay tuned. Me and Will Smith are going to have sex.
0: Hell Yeah. Uh, at Airbuds Pod on all social media platforms, Patreon.com slash AirbudsPod to support the buds. And hey, I'm now at, at Benner on Twitter, B N N E R. Hit me up. Love you guys. Ooh, NBA
1: storytime coming soon too. Bye.